Welcome to another episode of 360 Degrees, part of the Urban Breakdown Network. Uh, on this, uh, on this, the series finale, finale. <laughs> of, the Rolling, of the Rolling Stones Top 100 East Coast Songs of All Time. And we have a special guest in the house. We have Isaiah. Hello, hey. Isaiah. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Really appreciate it. His, his online um, personality, he actually goes by IQ. I forgot to mention that. Oh, no worries. No worries. No worries at all. On, on his podcast, um, his sports podcast. What's the name of it? Yes, yeah, Shop Talk The Collective. Mm-hmm. A little cross-promotion there. Okay. <laughs> and then, Odie, how are you today? I am feeling all right. I've been I've been looking I've been enjoying this series. So I don't I don't know how I feel about taking on like a West Coast one. I'm not really sure or as confident about that one, but hmm. maybe like a down south one I can handle. Yeah. You know what? When when I was listening to Ebro and then when they had their uh they were doing, you know, they had it separated by uh they had their own little top fifty. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I th- I think we might know more West Coast songs than we may think. Mm. So, so if, if they do have a West Coast one. You know, we don't have to do that one blind, but we could just, you know, we could take a look at it and see what's what. Okay. If if they make a West Coast one. I can't see them doing the East Coast and not a West Coast. Yeah, no, not at all. I'm sure it's already done. It's just a matter of when they're going to release it. Exactly. So we are doing the top 20. We're, we're up to the, the top 20. And I'm pretty sure Blue will be on when he's done saving the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So. And then afterwards, you know, we all have, uh, we all, we all did our homework and had songs that we, you know, that we thought should be on the list. And whatever songs don't make the list, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll discuss for a bit afterwards. Okay. okay. Sounds so, good. So we, are we going to open with what our predictions are so we can compare it at the end? Tell you what, let's go through the list and let's see which ones made it and then whatever's left. Okay, cool. I think I think that works for me because especially because, you know, for the record, mine has been documented in group chat. So I have gone on record making my predictions. I'm 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 sitting there at, at work and I'm I'm not on the phones for once. You know, I'm working on a project and so you know I'm I'm all these songs are popping in my head. Next thing you know, I have like a, a piece of paper and then next thing you know, I have like 18, 25 songs. And I'm like, I know all these songs are going to be on the list. And, and I'm pretty sure half of these are just songs I liked when I was a kid. So I don't know how significant they'll be. But I'm pretty. But one thing I will say, I think that Cardi and Nicki Minaj are probably going to be on this top 20. I I, I feel it for some reason. Yeah, she was. They, I forgot I did mention Nicki earlier, but I just, for, like, I just never, I didn't document it. Yeah, but it would be. I wouldn't be surprised if she wasn't on the list because I know Nicki has like, you know, she sells a lot of records, but like when you think of Nicki Minaj, what's the first song you think of? Dungeon Dragon. Oh, and 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 I probably haven't heard that one because it didn't. Yeah, come it's, to- well, she used the Dungeon Dragon like bar, but it's not called. Is it called Dungeon Dragon? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is actually called. That's the hook. She basically took that Busta Rhymes line oh, and made oh, it the okay. hook. With who? Eminem. Yeah. Oh, but that wasn't her, that wasn't her song. Yeah, maybe not Dungeon Dragon. Oh shit. Um, okay, no. So then that wouldn't even be that would be Eminem's song. It's like Roman. But er, Roman's Revenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But like nobody would even. That's that's crazy. Is Ro- so Roman's Revenge is Eminem's song? No, that's her song. I mean, it was on her album, so I'm guessing it's her song, right? 
what verse what verse was that where she was on a Kanye song or oh you're talking about um Kanye Rick Ross and her verse was the best yeah I forgot and everybody's like what the fuck like Okay, so it's not that monster. Oh, that was monster. I'm thinking about the monster verse, but okay, so it can't be monster if that's the case, because that was Kanye's song. Monster was Kanye's song. Correct. Okay, so then, yeah, commercial, um, super bass. I don't think it's gonna be that poppy. That's that's pop, Nicky. We talking like rap, Nicky. Like gutter. We need something. Huh? Rolling Stone, right? Yeah, but they've been having pretty gritty stuff like they haven't always gone the pop route so long as it's not so long as it's not uh, oh and blues in the waiting room so oh, long as okay. it's not so long as not stupid hoe because hype williams need to get his ass beat for making that making that beat as like and, and when they used when youtube used to have like we used to show the dislikes mm-hmm. like that song got ratioed like it had more dislikes than likes right. you know and and this was at the, and this was during her popularity like that song was just uh it was just nails on the chalkboard. I feel like that video, if I'm not mistaken, that video came with like a warning for um seizures or some shit. Yeah. I a lot of yeah. flashing. That much yes. it did have a lot of flashing in it. And I was just like, uh But Mr. Blue, how are you today? Hello, welcome. Jumped in at the right time. And then you got you got perfect timing because mm-hmm. we're just about to get started with number twenty. All right. <laughs> He's so excited. Now you probably you probably can't find the the mute button again. He had that problem. Well, yeah, time. he he just muted himself. So oh, okay. Yeah, I went probably went to go grab something real quick. So all right. let's go ahead and get this party started. So starting with number twenty. Okay, number twenty is Puff Daddy and the Family featuring. Uh, Biggie, Lil' Kim, and the Locks, mm. All About the Benjamins. It should not have been All About the Benjamins. Bitch, if anything, it should have been that song. Well, I guess they were trying to fit more people to get Kim up here technically twice. But um, when you started saying All in the Family, I thought you were going to say the song with Faith, the, the one when Biggie died, that used the, the police oh, um, sample. No, nah, I don't like that whiny-ass song. <laughs> I mean, it was a sad song. They couldn't do it anyway because Sting. Every time that song plays, Sting get paid. Puffy never got paid off that song. Okay, but what that got to do with it being a smash? Not. No, I don't really think it's. I don't see it as a smash. I would have said that'd have been in the. That would have been added. This a top one hundred. I might have gave it ninety nine. I doubt that because I don't even like the song. Period. Um. I like this song. I think this is a good pitch. I still jam out to this song I mean, today. I still do too. Like I definitely love Kim's verse. Right. That's you the stand-up a- verse. What I did not like about this song was Biggie's part when they switched the beat up. That's actually the best part. Okay, so like Memory Unlocked, Middle School, 1990, whatever. I guess I guess it would have been like 90s. Yeah, it had to be after Biggie died. So that puts it like 97, 98. One of those school dances. I definitely remember when that beat would switch up and we would, we would just go crazy like you know that's the part that you you speed your little two-step up or whatever you know like that shit was crazy mm-hmm. do you have it you have a favorite verse on it or a favorite person on that song um the song itself you know uh 
pretty much commercial uh, success there. So, I mean, I get it, you know, it's probably some. So, um, and it's still, you know, it's popular in the movies and stuff. Yeah, but I'm quite surprised the song wasn't up there. I'll be honest with you. Uh, but the song is all about the Benjamins, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's at number 20. I think it's a good pick, actually. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good pick. <laughs> I think it's a good pick, too. I'll put it like this. When you started singing Puff Daddy, I just automatically went to the the Biggie death song. I can't I can't remember the damn name of the song, but you know what I'm talking about. You know, I, I had to look it up because I keep having the word triumph stuck in my head because of the Wu-Tang song, but victory oh. should have been there before that. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Triumph ain't been on this list. It don't even deserve to be on this list. I do like Triumph, but it does not deserve to be top 100. Sorry. Not not Triumph, Victory. Sorry. I I, I kept thinking Triumph. That's why I had to look it up. So I'm like, no, I'm like, Triumph is Wu-Tang. And I was always, oh, it's Victory. I know it what you're talking about, though. Like, it is it is called Victory, but I feel like they use Triumph in the hook or something. But it's uh, with Busta Rhymes on the hook, that song? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're on the same page. I, I thought it was called Victory too. I, I did like I did like I mean I do like that song and and I didn't I mean even though I'm a I'm a metal fan and I like White Zombie I didn't like the remix like the remix that they did with um with, with Rob Zombie and all of them I wasn't a fan of it but so I, I'm glad that they put the original not the remix because they're they're good for putting the wrong remixes on this list <laughs> so that works for me so all right. I'm so. trying to look up something real quick. What the hell is the name of the the Biggie Morning song? I do not know what else to call it. Missing you. Uh, um, Missing you. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Puff Daddy. Because I think even though it was just Puff on the song, that album was a compilation album. It was called like the Puff Daddy and the Family um, album. So that's why, like I said, I thought it would be up here. But let's see. Ugh, it doesn't like format it as nice for me here, but let's see. Um, it said all about the Benjamins reach its peak of number two. I'm kind of surprised at that. That wasn't a number one song. Um, on the Billboard Hot 100 on January 3rd, 1998, behind Candle in the Wind by Elton John. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, God. I remember I was working at the record store when that single came out and there was a line of people that song was about Princess Diana, wasn't it? Well, it was originally about um, Marilyn Monroe, and Dalton John redid it for Princess oh, Diana okay, when she right. passed away. And I remember I had to, um, my 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 boss was like, "You got to go because uh, they had shipped them to us." So it, they showed up like that day. Usually we get the stuff beforehand, but because it was such in demand, we had we waiting the same day. So we have like a line of people going out the store for this stupid single. And I had to actually get the hand truck and go all the way to the other side of the strip mall to the UPS guy. And the UPS guy was so annoyed. He was like, he was like, I'm going as fast as I can. I'm like, dude, do you see this line? These people are going to tear us apart, man. Just give me the boxes. <laughs> and then we had to scan them all in and start selling them. That single was ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah. It, it, I figure if that single was out when when um I'll be missing you was out, I can see why it didn't get number one. No, the, yeah. So this is all about the Benjamins. All about the Benjamin was, was the one that peaked at number two, according yeah. to I'll be missing you uh, in with their Wikipedia page on the U.S. still on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. That song peaked at number one. So that's what I'm saying. Like I'll be oh, missing okay. you was definitely the oh okay the the number one between the two. That's all I'm saying. Gotcha. So, okay. But so. whatever, tomato, well, tomato. Well, I guess it's, the collective on the list works out. 
Well, either which way, it's a good start to the top 20. Yes, agreed. It, it has a place here. Hmm. Okay, this, this is for y'all. <laughs> so number, and I knew she was going to be on the list. Number 19 is Nicki Minaj, Itty Bitty Piggy from 2009. Do you even know, do you know that song? I do not. I'm sorry, say that one more time. Yeah, Nicki Minaj at number 19 with Itty Bitty Piggy from 2009. I'm sorry, I, I'm not sure I understood you. One more time? Itty Bitty Piggy. No, I thought, that's what I thought you said. What the fuck? I never, <laughs> I've never heard that song in my life. <laughs> I have no clue what that song is. And I mean, here's the thing. I don't know a lot of Nicki Minaj songs, but I know Put this on pause and play it real quick, oh. Okay, yeah. We will definitely take a little intermission. And we're back. Okay, so after everybody uh got a listen, I got a little preview of it. Uh I we'll go around the room. Isaiah, did that ring a bell? Any of the verse? Yes. Any of the beat? Yes. Um, all of it actually rang a bell. Uh this is 2009. This was like, you know, peak young money mixtape, you know, everywhere uh, type shit. Um, this was actually a mixtape at first. Uh, it sounds like it because yeah, it's definitely that, you know. and it's using the beat too for um don't. Yeah, yeah. Top 20, though, they definitely could replace this with something else. Any other Nicki song? Any other Nicki Minaj song. Even that one where she bit little Kim yeah, real hard in the video. Yeah, I Get Crazy, that was a better one, too. And it, it has the same, like, um, I feel like I Get Crazy would have been a good pick because it had the same type of hype beat. But she was spitting on that. I'll give her that. Like I'm like I'm not a Nikki stan, but like I acknowledge she she's definitely great at what she does. Um I'ma swap that out with um what is her name? Not Rhapsody. Who's the other girl? She's Jean Gray. I'm a I'ma swap it out with that I get high song by Jean Gray. Where's Jean Gray from? Jean Gray's from Brooklyn, New York. Oh, okay. Okay. Top twenty, so you're saying number, you would swap. I'm your, saying I'm swapping that song out. Oh, that song, not the artist. Okay, so you're not doing artist for artist swaps. You're doing just like yeah. That Mark, do you remember Jean Grey? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's been a I'm while. Sure I'm by myself on this one. Okay. <laughs> no, you got you got seventy five percent of the room. Sorry, I'm the twenty five percent. I'm in the minority. Obviously, I'm, I do not know who Jean Grey is. No disrespect, but Bruh, no, 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 no disrespect intended because she was she never really got to the level she was supposed to get to. Mm, but yeah. when you get some free time, try to do a YouTube search or whatever, and get a listen. I promise you, you'd be like, damn, I wish I was on to her back then. Okay, and then okay. she, she spells her last name G R A E, right? Yeah, G R A E, kind of like the um, comic book person. Mm, okay. Well, I, I, well, I, I think she spelled it that way that so that uh, it didn't. Um, so she wouldn't get sued. <laughs> yeah, so she wouldn't get sued by Marvel. <laughs> All right. So thanks thanks for the uh, suggestions, guys. I'm, I'm putting them in my notes for these honorable mentions and stuff. Um, so, so I'll follow yeah, up on, on some of these yeah, folks, even though we won't be following up with them, you know, past the series. But yeah, I appreciate it. Uh. Mm, this yeah, obviously this had to be peak Nikki. You said that came from mixtape era Nikki. Uh, people in the comments was like, yeah, she should, she should bring uh this back. She had every right to. It didn't get the recognition deserved. Let's run this shit up. Now for context, Nikki's channel has two hundred and oh excuse me, twenty five point seven million subscribers, and 
this video has 7.6 million views since it was uploaded two years ago. So obviously, if you are a Nikki fan, you probably don't disagree with this. Um, but yeah, okay. but seven point six foot, but for a music artist, seven point six million is not a lot. I mean, Bobby. Now Schmidt, I will be be very clear. Like like we said, this is a mixtape, so like this is not even a video. It's basically like some like digital drawings and oh okay so it's like 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 a fan made uh audio. kind of but it is on her channel this is on nikki's channel oh, and okay. it's old content so for content that's technically 15 years old 14 15 years old you know and it's only been uploaded for two years uh, i guess sure yeah i think that's respectable respectable numbers but... at least for an old mixtape song that is yeah exactly exactly so they kind of they kind of i don't want to say they screwed the pooch on that one but yeah she had other songs that they could have put on there instead of making us go search for stuff <laughs> like miss bought the encyclopedia <laughs> be like what the hell is this <laughs> i wonder if like if i could be a fly on the wall at nikki's house though like do you think she's talking to papa bear and uh her husband saying like what songs they should have put instead probably <laughs> she strikes me as the type that like still have an opinion you know some people look at each list and they get mad like ice cube got i mean i forgot what uh i think um billboard had a list like that and ice cube was pissed at where he was on the list he thought he should have been higher even yeah, though everybody was... always thinks they deserve to be number one it's whatever i'm like i like you cube but you know not like that so he's Cube was that shit. Cube was actually one of my favorite rappers. At oh, don't get time. me wrong. But I mean, when you look at the whole collective a... of rap, yeah, I mean, I know Ebro and them. They they'll go with Cube all day for some reason. But um, Cube was very definitive in my upbringing. I hate to say it, that music had that much of a stronghold oh, no. on me. But um, I mean, Destiny was one of the best. Trying to say he was better than it was somebody. They were saying he was better than. And they was like, no. Oh, they was comparing him to Biggie, and they was like, how are you gonna compare his Cube? Who has like nine, ten, you know, multi platinum albums, and three, two of them are like guaranteed classics to somebody who only had two albums. I, I think I think they're probably looking at the. Uh, it's it's like when somebody in the NBA dies young, like Drazen Petrovic. Mm -hmm. Well, then again, you know, Petrovic is a bad example because he already had like a, a big career in Europe before he came to the states. He only played for a few years before he died in that car accident, and then he didn't really have the you know, the years in the NBA, but he was on his way to being a, a Hall of Famer. So they just gave it to him anyway. You know, mm -hmm. that's why a lot of times like Tupac will end up like ahead of Biggie in people's all time list just because, you know, like because of volume of work. Like mm -hmm. Tupac has like a couple of diamond albums and and he has more posthumous albums than Elvis. <laughs> and basically, you know, Biggie just had the, the two albums and then that one uh, wasn't born again, but they had all the features. To this you know. day, though, you can still, and this is yeah. real talk, you can still hear Biggie stuff dominant, not dominant, but you hear it ever so often on the radio when it still jams. Tupac yep. had an amazing catalog, but mm -hmm. not so much that it could transcend the days of time. Yeah. To the days of time, which was actually Subject a Subject really matter, song. yes. Maybe not. Subject matter, hundred percent. And I think the reason why Biggie's success, actually his legacy, lasts to some degree longer, 
is because of Puffy and his yes. incredible use 100%. of samples. It's the 100%. samples that puts Biggie ahead because those songs resonate through generations on top of generations. I can still listen to the Juicy Beat to this day. When I'm 80 and 90 and 100 years old, I still will probably love an artist that uses who utilizes the Juicy Beat, right? Right. And that's that's fair. I also will add to that and say it's because Puffy's a machine. He's a promotion machine. He can't let Biggie's memory die because he's still eating off of it. And as long as he's eating off of it, he's not going to let you forget. He is eating off of his little Matter of fact, he just behind. released a single. He let Christian use something. I forgot what sample it was, but it was a, it's a song with him and Fabulous. Of course, I loved it because I'm a Fabulous fan. But um, it's I forgot what sample it was. And they were like bringing those like looks back of the nostalgia in front of the bodega and all of that. Like, yeah, like he's still eating off of those things. So... Facts, facts. Even to this day, let's see who else. Like, it's really the samples that keeps me invested in the artist. Um, you know, Rock Him, and all the people who use like you know James Brown samples, which is basically everybody in the late eighties, early nineties, right? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and then people who don't necessarily use samples with just incredible music masters, the track masters, anything the track masters touch still resonates today. I bet you if we looked at producers, we would probably put track masters in the top 20, right? Yeah, I mean, that would definitely. be a fun list. Now, that would be a fun list. What you think? Who, who's in your like, um, like, I don't know. Do you guys have a. I'll, we'll keep it short. Top three. Number one, number two would probably be Pharrell and the Neptunes and Timberlake and Trackmasters. Dre might be up there, but then we have to take away something from Dre because he mainly used other producers and put his name on it. Um, I, I, I would definitely say um, Prince Paul. I would say Premier. And as far as like a group, I know yeah. this is a niche thing because I'm a huge public enemy fan. I'd say the Bomb Squad. The, and bomb the Bomb Squad. Oh, man. Like, how did they clear 80 samples in one song, right? And then the Bomb Squad, they're the ones that did um, Ice Cube's first album. Exactly. And that's why it's such a phenomenal piece. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Man, if they did that list, that list would be incredible. We will hear nothing but classes come out of that. That's what the verses should be sometimes, producers. Well, it, it was. I think the only ones that we had was uh, we, obviously, we have the Swiss and who the hell was he battling? It was Swiss Beats and somebody else. Timberland. Timberland. He, he battled. Or was it um JD? Yeah, no, it was. It was Timberland and, and Swiss Beats on the very first verses. That's where the verses came from. And then okay. we had um Manny Fresh and somebody else. Oh, Scott Stewart. That's who he battled. Okay. Scott Torch is, is, oh, is the truth. He can play he keys is like wired what? different. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Scott Torch is he, he was in the roots for a while, wasn't he? That I don't know. I he was I the keyboardist for Dre. I could I could have sworn he was in the roots for a bit playing keyboards. Yeah, Scott Torch Scott, Scott Storch, right? Yeah. yeah. I would say Scott. I'm gonna put Scott Storch, Rottwilder, and Rockwell is the one with the drums, right? Who's the one with the drums? Um, I don't know. I don't know about that. Maybe, but yeah, I would say yes. Yeah, Scott Storch, Rockwilder, and 
It's between what about J D track masters? Like peak peak nineties, early two thousands. Those are my guys. J D, Jermaine Dupree. But he okay. Well, I guess yeah. Timberland is not. Maybe we have to narrow it down to Eastern. Oh, guys. But I, 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 I don't mean to interrupt, but yeah, uh, we can uh, easily uh, keep going on that. Sorry. No, 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 no. Your your family friend just texted me. They were worried. Uh, there, there was a tornado in North Carolina. Um, it was in Rocky Mount, though. Oh, yeah, that's what my friend, that's what my cousin said. Are y'all all right? And I said, what? And you yeah. said, they're, they're Rocky Mount. I said, girl, Rocky Mount, like an hour and a half from here. Yeah. Because they 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 just texted me. They were like they were like, did it touch down your area? I was like I was like I'm like the sun's shining out here. We don't you know, and I said we're we're perfectly fine. But yeah, it touched down in Rocky Mountain, destroyed a, a Pfizer factory, I think. So it was pretty rough out there. Oh, that's nothing but God right there, baby. <laughs> as long as they still pay the people. Yeah, you know that's not gonna. <laughs> I I'm, I'll be the I'll mean to laugh it like that, but. Yeah, you know they're gonna be like, well, you know, they destroyed the factory, and they so. won't take the money to repair and still yeah. come up on top. But whatever. I mean, I mean, how's the CEO supposed to buy a solid gold yacht if we had to pay you people for not working just because of uh, just because God decided that He doesn't like Pfizer? So I don't know. But all right, now, now uh, oh, and, and before we go on, um, Isaiah, what about your what about your, your top producers? Oh, the early two thousands and um, no, not of all time. Oh, of all time. Okay. Yeah. Um, first is um, Alchemist. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I knew you were picking. Um, Alchemist. Let's see here. I'm gonna um go back here. Uh, Jess Blades. Uh, when he was on his tear. Um, there you know producing. Uh, that okay. Was nice. And the third here. Um. Third. You know. I'm actually going to go track matches as well. Um, early early two thousands here. Um, from what I remember here, the first thing I've ever heard from track matches um was on that early recent album, Power of a Dollar. I loved it. So after that, I was a track matches fan. So yeah, I just like too how they like definitely dipped into the R and B space. Um, and it was like very, you know, it was like when hip hop and R and B had this like perfect marriage like <laughs> if we had to look at it as a relationship that was the best part of their relationship was trap master days because they they definitely produced quite a bit of um, r&b songs too you know when the track masters got onto my radar for good is when he did that l cool j album was it mr smith i think it was and now that, that, that was about album. right that actually does sound about right yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah. all right so Sorry, I still got this tornado news up here. Let me see here. All right, so number eighteen is hmm, Pop Smoke Dior. I'm not gonna lie to you. I I I heard about Pop Smoke a lot only after he died. I don't know any Pop Smoke songs. I do know that song. Um, I I do like that song. I think that's the first song that I heard by him. And for a long time, I thought it was Fifty Cent. <laughs> I was like, oh, and then and then all. What's the name of the song? Dior. Oh, I think I like that one. That flow is kind of odd. Dior, Dior, <laughs> like. Yeah, um, yeah, that's the only song I know about him. It's a shame he was snuffed out so early. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, I don't know about top it. twenty though. Uh, you know what? It should be in the top twenty for real. I don't know if I should say this out loud. 
But it goes like it goes like this. About a week ago, dun dun, a nigga is a hot nigga. Dun, dun. That's my favorite shit ever. <laughs> you talking about Bobby Smarter? Ah, I love that song. I love that song. <laughs> Sometimes Bobby when I really was on this I play list, that song. Way. Yeah, he, he was. I, I play that song. I don't be like wanting to go to work sometimes. I got to be to work at five thirty in the morning. I hate that place, and you know it's just bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But I play that song, and I be like, oh, I be playing that on the way to work. I get hyped. I get in there. I be in a good mood. You know what I'm saying? Hot nigga done. And then sometimes in therapy, I be saying, you know, we met, you know, about a week ago. Duh, duh. And then I go on with my sister. Like, oh, you crazy? Ah! So has that song been already on this list? Yeah, it's not. I'm mistaken. It was a different Bobby Schmurda song, but it wasn't. It wasn't hot, nigga. It was a different song. That song. My choice for top twenty, for real, for real. Quick, quick point about that. Like, I don't. I searched the document. That's why I said thank you for providing this. He was a feature on one of those songs. That wasn't even his song. So yeah, I would agree with Blue that that's likely to be up here. Um. Because that song was definitely impactful as far as like New York culture goes. Like that shit was that brought New York back dancing. for real. Okay. I was trying to find because I, I did they hide the yeah, YouTube just started hiding stuff now. They used to have the video count. I, I want to say that Bobby Schmurda, like that song had close to like a billion views. Probably but, uh, and then it probably went up even more once he went to prison, you know. Yeah, but it's it's not showing me the uh the count now. Mm. I can see I can see his subscribers, but it's not showing me the actual uh video count. Oh no, here I'm I'm sorry. It's it's in tiny lettering now. It has 863 million views. Yeah. As of uh, and and it, and and that's after the last. Oh God, I didn't realize that song was that old. Like uh, yeah. 2014, that song came out. Yeah. So, but rest in peace to Pop Smoke. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I'll put it like this. Peace, but I wouldn't put him in top 20. Yeah, I, I wonder if he got bumped up because of that. I think. I think you know you can't speak ill of the dead. You can't disrespect the dead. Yeah, but, but you it's can't. wild to me though. You you disrespected the fuck out of Biggie though, because what what we see. Biggie's been up here, I think, right? Yeah, Biggie. Um, or maybe he was just here as a collective. Maybe I'm misspoken. Yeah. No, 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 no. Biggie. Uh, Biggie had a song on there. Hold on. Where the hell's my list? I have it. I'm searching. I don't see it. It's not coming up. I see. Oh, Biggie Smalls. Okay. Yeah, Hypnotized. That's right. Because I was pissed. Thank you. It was hypnotized. yeah. Yeah, they had him. They had him at 29. Yeah, I was pissed about fucking Hypnotized. Well, yeah. Uh, sorry, I don't, I'm not putting pop smoke over Biggie Smalls on any day, but whatever. I, absolutely not. They they kind of. I mean, I know. I mean, put it like this: you can't speak ill of the dead, but you can't just make up shit about them either. So you know what I think they did? They probably like, as far as how they picked these songs, they probably just kept. Um, they got the. They started with the artists, and basically. What's the word? What's those things that they do? Like the charts, like the brackets. Mm -hmm. They probably did a that's exactly what they did. They probably took oh, like yeah, like it, of it, artists, it, it, started um, with just names, bracketed the artists until they had a hundred the top fifty or the top hundred. That's why we don't see repeats. Maybe. 
Maybe. And then well, they played with amongst their songs and then bracketed those songs. And then that's how the fuck we ended up with some of these random ass songs. Well, here's the thing. If that's the case, then they really fucked up because they had Nas at 95. So you, mean, they, so you mean to say that Pop Smoke is like 70 spots ahead of Nas? Get the fuck out of here. That doesn't even make any goddamn. And it made you look like, huh, well, whatever. Okay. I mean, I like that song, but he has way better songs than that. Yeah. One mic could have been on there instead of even, that one. Even one mic, yes. Yeah. Hate me now better be in the top 20. That shit is gold. I'm I, I'm kind of thinking that Biggie and and I'm I'm sorry not Biggie Jay Z and Nas may have another song on here but I don't know just Shoot, because Keith they put, need to be in here but I know they probably won't do that <laughs> they're not trying to get that smoke from Jay Z <laughs> especially since for Jay Z they put Can I Get a which is one of his corniest mm-hmm. songs mm-hmm. so all right so oh. So we did have a repeat. Okay. So a Tribe Called Quest showed up for the second time because the Bonita Applebaum was on the list. They showed up at number 17 with Scenario. Yes! The definitely. song that I thought should have been on there in the first... And don't get me wrong, I love Benita Applebaum, but Scenario was just a monumental song. That was, I mean, that song was for Buster the way um, Live at the Barbecue from uh, was for Nas. I mean, don't get me wrong. Buster was already in a group. He, people already knew who he was, but that was the one that showed, like, hey, you know, he he could be a breakout star. You know, that's a song that broke him out because it wasn't too much later that he was kicked out of on Leaders in a New School. Yeah. Now, was he kicked out or did he leave? He, he said he got kicked out. He got kicked out. Yeah, based on his um BET like acceptance speech. You know, it's funny. They, um, I'm trying to remember his name, but they had an interview with him recently. The guy who signed him, it wasn't Lee or Cohen. It was definitely wasn't him, but it was one of them dudes. And he was saying that, um, the day that uh that they went to sign the leaders of the new school, they'd already broken up, and they yep. got back together just to sign the contract. Yep, yep so that's, that's, always, that's what Buster said. Yeah, they were all they were always at at odds with each other, but they they stuck it out. I mean, you know, um. Their first album was a classic. I mean, the second album was just, you know, eh. but with all the friction going on, you could imagine it. And and it's funny, I've mentioned this before, but I, I got to see the leaders at two points in their career perform live, like when they were still up and coming in Hungary. And then again, like maybe like weeks before they broke up. And I thought they were going to start like just drop the mics and start fighting. Like that's how much that's how much contempt they had for each other while they were on stage. Like they just couldn't stand to be around each other. It was a weird dichotomy to look at them like that, you know. Mm. But yeah, I mean, and and um, do you think it was because Dinko was like maybe a hip hop purist and Buster was kind of out of his out the shell? Not Dinko, the other one, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown, not sure. And and don't get me wrong, the rest of the leaders could rap, so it wasn't like you know. Buster just had that charisma, man. He just his charisma was just so powerful. Ooh, ooh I got to guess. Ooh, um, that song he did with Janet Jackson, Buster Rhymes, that got to be in the top five. Let me see. What, what was what was Buster? Wait, what is that song he, called? He's already been up here. He got uh, number forty-seven for "Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that that's a that's definitely a good one. I can't. Yeah, I can't. yeah, but that song with Janet Jackson though. 
What's it's the name not of it? Be up here twice. What's it gonna be? But that's not that's oh, not yeah, some other song. Yo, that song, that song still bangs to this day, real. But all right, well, well, maybe we may see some other repeats of tribe repeated. You know, yeah. So you said scenario, yeah, scenario definitely should be in the top 20. That song broke. That song was from so but it's funny, like you could probably repeat. You probably can only repeat on Buster's verse. You probably can't even remember nobody else's rhyme in that one. <laughs> Pretty Another much. one, I know it was already in here, but the original scenario with um Big Daddy Kane and them, the Juice Crew. That that was already on there. You're talking about uh, yeah, um, that, yeah, that definitely should have been on the top 100. I, like I went, I wouldn't know where, where to put it, but and that was just basically the the newer version of that, right? Yeah, the, the, they they talked about that uh, recently in an article about how it was like one of the first like real posse cuts. You know, it was like um, Kane, G-Rap, um, Craig G. Um, I forgot who else was in it. Like, who G-Rap should be up here, but, you know, like, they what had, song could you do? All they, his stuff is so gutter, you know what I'm saying? Oh, they had G-Rap on... Number 90 at Road to Riches. Road to the Riches. Yeah, Road to Riches is like his wackest song ever. Oh, I love Road... Whoa, you know But when you, think, when you look at his catalog, you know, no, like, Road you know, to Riches, You know what I was thinking of? I was thinking of Streets of New York. When he said that, and I was like, "Okay, Road to Rich was off the first album," and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, that's I, another song." When when Nas did new, "The Streets of New York," that I think that's what it's called. That shit is a banger. That beat, who did that beat? Was that was that Primo? New I, York State of Mind. No, yeah, I'm. Yeah. It's not ringing a bell. Sorry, like that I can't song it is so strong. I don't I even think that song has a hook. You talking about not? You said Nas Streets of New York. Yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. No, no, no! You're you're thinking of New York State of Mind. You talk about the first State song of Mind, yeah, yeah, yeah. New York State of Mind, mm. where he that's had, another what, song that gets me hype. It don't get me Bobby Schmurda hype. It gets me a different kind of hype. You know what I'm saying? When he when he had that classic line, I you know, I never sleep because sleep is the cousin. Sleep of, is the cousin of death. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it was premiere by the way. There it go. Uh, That's also, too. Oh, okay, so like in the process of looking up who the producer is, it says that the songwriter is Chris Martin. Not, not the. It can't be the Chris Martin I'm thinking of, right? Chris and play. Yes, kid and play. That's the only Chris Martin I know. He wrote Streets in New York. He's got a writing credit up here. Yes, it says Nasir Jones and Chris Martin. That I can see. I can see. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, we, uh, well, I'm not. I'm not saying no for sure. But I would just say sometimes, depending on how much of a sample that they use, they may give mm, the artist. Okay, okay. So, okay, okay, and that makes so, sense because like Nas doesn't need help writing, but I didn't Nas, know he... Nas has indicated multiple times that he had assistance. Okay, so or that somebody else contributed. Okay. I mean, he ain't on no Jay Z shit. I'm gonna try hardly, to see he, if any of this is hyperlinked because that would be not okay. I'm trying to think now, what part of that song would be Chris Martin? Oh, okay. Is that his? Oh, okay. That's that's Premier's legal name. There we go. Oh, Mystery all this time I never knew Premier's real name. He was just DJ Premier. Yeah, Chris, Chris, Christopher Edward Martin. Okay, that, <laughs> I was that saying, I'm trying to figure out like how the kid and play work his way into Nas's camp. That's what I was about to say. That shit would have been shocking. That'd be like a Kwame with the poker. Is it really shocking when the guy with the glasses from um 
What's it called? Base? Lost base? Lost base? Uh, what is it called? What's the name of that group? The guy with the glasses. The white guy. The Jew. Third base. Third base. The leader of third base. He was basically what Nas's manager or whatever. Yeah. That he owns the rights to Nas's first five, six, seven albums. I don't know about five, six, or seven, but I know he definitely had had his hooks into Illmatic. I, I'd, I'd have to I'd have to look that up though. I don't want to, you know. But uh, but I I, I he have supposedly he supposedly got Nas a better deal, but it was still was a snake deal. I'd have to look that up. I don't have yeah. enough information. Yeah, I, 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 I have heard about him, you know, having some rights to Illmatic, but I don't know about like his like a whole bunch of his albums though. Yeah, I, I don't know if Nas would have allowed, but then again, I mean Nas was so you gotta young. think though, if, if let's say you know he had the money, he put up the money for the producers and all that stuff, of course mm -hmm. he's gonna get a bigger cut. If all you do is bring in the the voice, I mean writers. The rappers themselves, and you gotta think how them contracts are written. And then you gotta think about, you know, this guy, he knew the business. That's how he got in the business. He knew what to do and how to do it and how to make it work. He knew what hands to shake because he was in the shake, right? Not true. But yeah, all I, I know is Nas would easily be a six hundred billion a six hundred million dollar man if he had Illmatic rights. Well, Nas is actually worth he's only worth four hundred and eighty two right now, is what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, he's worth it. I mean, most of that came from tech, too. Yeah. And also, like, his, you know, um, his producing credits and stuff. I know he is really good at that, but. Okay. So, all right. So, number 16. Oh, so we, ah, so we have another repeat. Mm -hmm. uh, Run DMC, Sucker MCs. I I I, 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 if anything, it'd be the king of rock or whose house runs house. I, I will say this as 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 a old as as the resident old head, right? Sucker MCs saved rap music because rap music was becoming like disco, where you turn on TV, there's like rapping grandmas and rapping commercials, and everybody rapping. You know, Roddy Dangerfield's rapping, Mel Brooks is rapping. You know, and it was just, it was getting kind of corny. And then Run AMC came out with Sucker MCs and they held the line until like 86, 87, when you had uh, Public Enemy, EPMD, um, Rock Him, uh, Ultra Magnetics and all them to really, you know, really push the, the golden age in there. But rap was was becoming a fad until Sucker MCs came out, you know, and I, I will say one thing. OK, and, and I, know, I want you to bear with me on this. OK. Because, you know, is you know, old head. I want to be one of those guys where it's like, shh, an old man's talking. Sucker MCs is listed as Sucker MCs Crust Groove 1. There were lyrics in the song that I'd gotten wrong for decades. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to go over the whole thing in the interest of time. But um, when there's a line where it says, um, took a test to become an MC and Orange Crush became amazed at me. Orange Crush is the name of a group. Um, and when he's in the line where he says, um, Dave cut the record, that's Davey DMX. He was the leader of, of um, Orange Crush. So basically, there are four songs that have the Crush Groove moniker, Crush Groove 1, 2, 3, and 4. Those were uh, Orange Crush songs that they stripped down and let Run DMC rhyme over. So that's why, like, if you look in their first couple albums, there are songs that say Crush Groove 1, Crush Groove 2, 
so on and so forth. Those were Orange Crush songs that they stripped down for for running them to rhyme on. So, and I didn't I didn't know that until until recently, when they were talking about Orange Crush, uh, you know, Davy DMX and all that. And I was like, oh, okay, I did not know that. But yeah, that that song saved rap music, and 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 I get where you're coming from, Blue, because I love King of Rock. You know, that's one of my favorite Run DMC songs. But I think as far as historical goes, they got no. I didn't say King of Rock. I said Run's House. You said King of Rock at first, and then said Run's House. No, I messed up. I meant to say Who's House, (laughs) Run's House. That song right there. I can put that on the mixtape. That is shit to get me hype in the morning before I go to work. Now, Isaiah, I know this may be a bit before your time, but well, like, what, what's your take on 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 Run DMC as far as like? Yeah, he um, the legendary group, you know, no lie there. But I'm going to be honest with you, the songs themselves, I have no clue what they are. As I don't listen to Run DMC, I've never came across a situation where I was listening to Run DMC. So I'm sorry, no, I don't have much too much to add here. <laughs> so sorry. That's all good. You know, you know, the thing about it was with, with Run DMC is that when they got into the 90s, they didn't translate all that well because they yeah. were having a lot of they were having a lot of issues like like uh, DMC was drinking like, well, OK, he wasn't drinking them all. He was talking about this. He would buy like 1240s a day and drink like eight of them by himself. Mm-hmm. And he would like give some away. DMC was like smoking weed all day and they were they were in a bad place. And then. DMC, they they told him, you got two choices, either stop drinking or die. <laughs> so that's when he, you know, he got sober and got in shape. But DMC suffers from stage fright. And he was using alcohol to manage his stage fright. And of course, you know, he got, uh, you know, developed a habit. Mm-hmm. But they didn't translate all that well into the 90s. I mean, they had Down With The King, but, that, but their albums after that, like especially like Crown Royal, where they tried to make like another rock album, it didn't, it just did not land, you know? So they didn't have, like, there are some people who still put out records, even though they get like kind of underground. And then of course with Jam Master Jay dying, mm-hmm. that really put, that really put the nail in it, you know? The only thing I was trying to, the only thing I was trying to listen to Run DMC do was rap on that Let's Get Married remix that came out in the 2000s. That's it. <laughs> That's it. I, oh, I forgot about that. They used that, uh, It's Like That sample from mm-hmm. Run DMC. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I think I talked about this earlier, like when we when Run DMC was on there before. But DMC, his dad, well, his stepdad, I should say, yeah, uh, well, his adopted dad lived up the street from our elementary school, and sometimes you would just see DMC. I mean, this dude's like an international superstar, and you would just see him in in front of in, in the driveway washing his blazer, the same blazer from the video, washed his blazer. We just we just ride by, like, what up, DMC? It's like, what up, yo? You know, it was you know. We didn't go crazy for our celebrities <laughs> like other people do. We just see him with the street. We're like, yo, what's up? You know, mm-hmm. I always thought that was cool. But he, but he but he he would always have little kids at his house knock on his door. Is DMC home? And they're like, no, go away. <laughs> so, but all right. So, oh, I know y'all going to be mad at this. Y'all going to be mad at this. The song and, or both. And, and I'm mad at it too. Not because of the artist. The artist belongs there, but not the song. Okay. Right, let me put it like this. Number 15 is DMX. What song do you think it should be? We were just talking about this yesterday. So um, I'm going to go back to my notes right quick. I put mm-hmm. 
I said DMX, it should be the Rough Riders anthem. Okay. Yes. And, and I would have agreed with that. The um, only other song I would have taken would have been X Gonna Give It To You. But no, um, Isaiah had a different pick. What was your Oh, no, I got go ahead, Isaiah. Go ahead. There was no, you said, What's my name? Um, yeah, okay, where yeah. they're like yeah. in a cipher in the video, kind of okay, the, okay, I can dig that. Yeah, I'm gonna go all the way out in left field and pick an R&B collaboration with Cisco. What they really want from a nigga. that was a, uh, okay, I want to pick. Well, yeah, I can see that. I can see that actually. I would see that even more than the song with Faith. Brenda, Brenda, Although I love I'm, that song. Yeah. <laughs> About two Lindas and a bitch named Brady. <laughs> was that what song it was? Yeah, isn't that the song? What they really want from a nigga. No, that's, Tell me that's, what they want. that's Cisco. I'm talking about How's It Going Down. Where he's talking about down? I met a chick. Her name was. I don't know about that one. So who the song who said what they really want from a nigga? Who's that? That that is, is that Cisco that. or is that DMX featuring Cisco? No, it's definitely DMX featuring Cisco, and Cisco does the, the shit right there. That should be in the top twenty. He does the absolute most on that hook. Okay, so before <laughs> you tell does. us the song, Merce, <laughs> is it anything that we have mentioned? No. Shit. Well, then it's it's fucked because we just we just mentioned. Then like, fuck that list. The the best fact, of we quit the, the show. The in the show, oh, this has been the Urban what? Breakdown podcast. It's three hundred and sixty <laughs> degrees, featuring Odie, featuring Isaiah, featuring Merck and Mister Blue. We are done. Please subscribe <laughs> said, to Urban Breakdown. <laughs> okay, so we have one more prediction. If it if it's not any of the songs we mentioned, it has to be Isaiah says party up. Yeah. Y'all gonna make that's me a great one, but it's that's a great one, but it's not it. They, okay. they fuck this list. That's, they, they, that's they like the on, best of the worst. Yeah, they they put "Get at Me, Dog" his first single. No, <laughs> no. you know what? I get it. that's solid. That's solid. I give it that. I can I do that. Get, I can I do get that. It sets the tone for who we were introduced to, but like, I I mean, yeah, I do. I'm not gonna lie. I that like piano at the beginning. Up, but he has so that beat goes hard when that little songs. piano. Okay, all right. I'm gonna shut the fuck up because the piano. At the I mean, I remember that intro and that stupid ass video with the lights. That lights, that thing make you throw up if you had that um if you had epilepsy. You know what I'm saying? That <laughs> shit was crazy. Yeah. I you know I forgot all about that song. That song really does hit. But I think still though, it's so in the top ten, it gotta be what they really want from a nigga for real. Nah, they they, they unless they, this yeah. list was made by a white person and they kind of don't like that word. <laughs> they, they put songs that they can say the lyrics to mostly of course have you heard any song with nigger references in it no I mean, <laughs> well they well rolling stone is not exactly a, i mean they're not like you know penthouse but they're not exactly a family magazine you know so they don't really care about like you know stuff like that but i i, I will say this they I, I don't know if they're just trying to play it safe but I mean, I like Get At Me, Dog. And I remember I, I had that on CD single because the B-side was Stop Being Greedy and it had the instrumental. And I was using that as, as the, like back when I used to like uh, make like ringtones for my uh, for my phones. I had like right. Stop Being Greedy as, as my ringtone. So, but um, yeah, they, I think they're just playing it too safe mm. because he has, he has much better songs than Get At Me, Dog, even though Get At Me... Dog's a good song. I so. can't believe, but at least he's he, at least he's present. So, all right, I'm at least he's on the up. list. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. all right. And 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 exactly what I thought was going to be there. Number fourteen is Cardi B, Bodak Yellow. And I figure I I want to say Bodak Yellow is her is her biggest selling single. 
Uh, yeah, it's definitely done numbers. Like uh, as far as like Spotify streaming numbers, um, I remember that song was like really big in 2017, and the video where she was in Dubai. I just remember that shit going number one while I was in Dubai, and I was uh -huh. just like, "Oh, I wonder if Cardi was like." I just remember relating to Cardi in that moment because I was in Dubai on a yacht, and they kept playing that song. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I yeah, mean, it was a definitely concerted effort to get her to number one. Yeah, I, I will say this about Cardi. I like Cardi. Like, I mean, I put her in the same thing, uh, same bucket as Doja Cat, where it's like they're pleasing to the eye. I wouldn't mind hanging out with them only if I didn't have to listen to their music. Like, I'm not that big a fan of their music. Cardi is that, funny, but, but, I, like, but she, I, I, I like Cardi and and I, I respect her grind. And you can't outwork her. Period. That's that's what it boils down to, and that's why she hasn't had any other album. She hasn't had a second album. You know, she like really got it. She doesn't really need it. She doesn't need it. She can just keep doing features, and it's not like Rihanna who had to put out an album every eighteen months for some reason. You know, oh. Cardi could just make one album, just eat off who, that. Who, like, who got a, a album every eighteen months? I, well, it seems like it, Rihanna. It's not. Well, well, we ain't got an album for her since twenty fourteen. <laughs> well, well, I'm just saying when she I was, was gonna putting say, it's actually album, the worst. Damn, damn near ten years. years. Yeah, wasn't damn twenty fourteen or twenty sixteen? I don't remember. I just remember loud. Was I think twenty. Let's go with twenty sixteen. Was it loud or anti? Yeah, damn, I thought damn was the last one. Oh, it might have been anti. Let me look. All I know has been years, like almost a decade. Yeah. So it, it, at least I, I need to cross these off my off my little my little list here. So yeah. two of my predictions came true. So I said anti uh, twenty sixteen. What well, damn? Yeah. So what I say, Nikki and Cardi. That song still bang. I can still listen to that whole album in its entirety to this day. So, all right. The, the writers on that song, because she ain't do a lot of the writing. The writers on that song did the damn thing. So, so number 13. Ooh, okay. I don't know how this one flew under my radar. I had to look back over my list. I'm like, did I miss this? Uh, Pete Rock and CL Smooth, they reminisce over you. Now, I don't know if you guys would know that one that came out like in ninety. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, that everybody was still that, back today, but that song it stayed on the radio for a long time, and it did. It really did have an impact on the black community. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's a fantastic song. I know it was done in dedication to Trouble T Roy after he tragically passed away. He was in in Heavy D's crew. He was one of his dancers and you know close confidants, and they were doing a rooftop show. Mm -hmm. And and he and it was like something out of a you know. No disrespect to the dead, like, like something out of a bad comedy show where he was there dancing on the roof and he got tangled up in something. He tripped and he fell off the roof, died. Damn, you know? That sounds like what happened in, in the intro. I've only seen this movie once, but um, Above the Rim, when they was playing basketball and he fell off the roof or some shit. You remember this scene? It's like the opening scene because he's having a bad dream. Leon, Leon. His character is having a bad dream about how his best friend died when they were playing basketball and he jumped off the roof. That's what yeah. that sounds like. I haven't seen that movie in such a long time. Yeah, it's, it's random. I, I, saw, I, saw, I, saw, I saw it recently. That's the only reason why it's like top of mind, but yeah. I still have the soundtrack though. Yeah, but, that, yeah, but, but that song flew well under my radar. I mean, that was a fantastic song, mm. you know. You know, expertly produced, you know, CL Smooth brought it. I mean, it was uh 
they did a fantastic. It, it 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 it's right where it belongs. I don't have any issues with with uh yeah, with this song in the top twenty. So, where are they from? They what are. From, do we know what borough they're from? I wanted to say Mount Vernon. Don't don't. Oh, uh, okay, that mm, I could I could see that because honestly I feel like Mount Vernon's the the place you send people. You say people are from when they don't. It's like the miscellaneous borough. Or the miscellaneous area. <laughs> you say they're from Mount Vernon. Because no one knows where Mount Vernon is. When so the other five, exactly. When the other five boroughs don't apply, just say Mount Vernon. That way it's still technically New York. It's not. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. But that song came out in 92. I was only a few years out of high school when the song came out. So, so songs were hitting different then, I guess, for me. So, all right. Oh, what? Did I call it? Did I call it? Number 12, Nas, New York State of Mind. Mm, okay. All right. At, at number 12. Yep. We 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 all predicted that Nas would be up here more than once. Yeah. We we um, so at, so that means Jay-Z should be up here another another yeah. time as well. Okay. So Rolling Stone, y'all, you know, you guys had me had me tripping for a second. I mean, there, first half. You you um, made up. I'm kind of surprised though that he's not top 10. I mean, it's really close, but I've expected him to be top 10. Well, let, let, let's see what they have ahead of him. Thirteen. <laughs> let, let's see what they have ahead of him before mm -hmm. before I say because I mean it's definitely I mean when you think of East Coast hip hop, Nas is one of the first names to pop up, and it was basically like it was he's one of the artists that helped bring hip hop back to the East Coast, you know, because it was on the West Coast for I mean since like NWA yeah, came out in, in the late eighties. It, it it just stayed in the West for a while, you know. But uh, Nas, you know, between Nas, between Biggie, between Wu Tang, you know, Mob Deep, and all them, you know, it it helped kind of bring it back. Oh, Mob Deep hasn't shown up yet, have they? No, no, they haven't. Not. So should um, ones would definitely be up here someplace. It would definitely have to be Quiet Storm if that's the case. Yeah, because they haven't. I would have remembered if Quiet Storm was up here. I, I, I think it's going to be shook ones if they have. Uh, yeah, that's true. But you. But Quiet Storm. Him to be up here again. Like, I feel well, like you, you already well, robbed us. They robbed us of the, like, by picking Big Mama things. So, like, I feel like yeah. a little bit more Little Kim. Yeah, but but um, Little Kim's on the remix. She yeah, was she is, but that's, I mean, they put a remix up here for somebody else. So, no, you're, you're, you're right about that. Like nobody um, knows Quiet Storm the original anymore. Like ish, <laughs> they just know the remix. With they Lil just Kim. know Lil Kim. You know, it's kind of like um, Andy Up. No one knows the original anymore. They just know yeah. the remix with with Buster and um and Remy Ma and all that. Exactly. So, by the way, Pete Rock is from the Bronx. He's from the Bronx. What about CL Smooth? Did I, I did, did I get that? I'll I'll come back to CL Smooth in a sec. Okay. So all right, number eleven. Holy Christ. Triple Run DMC? Ew. Oh, okay. In the top. Oh, see, that's some bullshit. And whoa. by the way, I'm looking at my whoa, 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 whoa. Did you say Wait. Run DMC again? Run yeah. DMC again? What song? This is like the third Run DMC song. Okay, well. What song? What song? I, I, you know, I, I I hate to say it. Maybe a little bit too much Run DMC. <laughs> yes. Too <laughs> much Run DMC. That's, that's the, the two songs they had were perfect. Three? Okay. That's in a top 100? That's too much, but they put uh Peter Piper off the uh, the off the um Raising Hell album. And don't get me wrong. What? I don't know that song. 
You said if number you heard, 12. This is number 12. Uh, it's number 11. Number 11. Run DMC, Peter Piper. Yeah. If you heard it, you would know it. Okay. All right. I'm 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 writing it down to listen to later. Okay. But yeah, they. it's a little bit... I mean, I love Run DMC, but three songs in the top 100... Yeah, that that's just too that's much. That's overkill. Like you're doing, like stop. Take their penises out your mouth, please, Rolling Stone. <laughs> It'd be funny. One of the editors was like Jam Master Jay's cousin. Like we gotta 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 rep my gotta rep Jay. God rest dead. <laughs> okay. All right. So now we get into. Um, oh so, my God! Wait, Blue. quick quick thing. Uh, Seal Smooth is from New Rochelle. New Rochelle. Oh, okay. Yeah. New Rochelle. His picture actually kind of surprised me at first because I didn't know what he looked like. I got, I could have seen this man next to me and I'd have been like, sorry to this man. Um, but his first picture, one of these pictures, he looked like um, Bobby Valentino. So this shit really caught me off guard. I was like, why the fuck is Bobby Valentino's picture? I thought it was like another um, Google pic. Oh, you know, who's, you know who's from Mount Vernon? Um, is it Heavy D that's from Mount Vernon? Because yes. I always heard the term money yes. earned in Mount Vernon. Yes. Okay, that yeah. that's where I got it mixed up. Yeah, it's heavy D is definitely from Mount Vernon. All right, Blue, you sitting down, right? I don't want you to. I don't want you to faint. We yeah, I'm sitting down. 10. What is it? Around at the top ten, Bobby Schmurda, hot nigga. Ooh, that's my shit. <laughs> I can't believe it. Top ten. Okay, all right, but I I'm not mad at this. I'm not mad at it. He's what rounding out the top ten. So. You're not a fan of the Bobby Smarta? The no, I don't fuck with him or any else he does, period. I don't fuck with him or anything else he does, period. But that song right there? Mm. <laughs> yeah, we have a fan, we have a fan, uh, a non-fan of uh, what would you say, trap drill rap? Like drill rap. I love drill rap. I call I know they call it drill rap, but I call it hollering rap. For the most part, I'm with Isaiah on this one. But that particular song, ooh. There's always one song that kind of breaks out from people. Like that's why I, I can't really fuck with Nicki Minaj because even mm. artists that I hate, like Lil Wayne, has like one song I like. Like Six Foot Seven, I like that song. I'm not even gonna say it's okay. I like it. Even Drake, who I who I despise, started from the bottom. That beats hot. Mm. You know, I, I can I can I, I can rock with that song. But Nicki didn't have nothing I like. But Bobby Schmurda, I I I will agree with Isaiah. I'm not. I didn't really got into, into drill rap, but that song is hot, man. No pun intended, but that song is hot. You know, it, it you know, it just gets you hype. It's definitely you know? good meme content too. I like, like I look at, I can't just look at the song itself. I'm looking at the overall impact on culture. Yeah. And I love that. Like the video was, that video is iconic. It has good meme content. Like, Everybody knows that even if you've never seen where that that video before, you've seen Bobby Smarter throwing his hat up in the air and him doing that fucking dance um, and rocking back and forth and shit and niggas just having a good time. Like, I yep. I mean, the con the subject matter doesn't match the video, but right. still, you know, it's, it's quite enjoyable. And I to that, I'll tip my hat my hat off to that young man. He. I think he deserves to be here. I'm not really mad at this. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I got to stop being an old head and got to give, got to give props where it's due. And and blue to to your point, the um, 
the the they they did spell out nigga, but they blotted out the I. So it's like N star G G A. Yeah, yeah, that shit is the shit. That's my shit. <laughs> so they did kind of censor it in a way. All right, number nine. Oh, you guys may not agree with me on this one, okay? But Lauren Hill lost ones. I love that song. That was the you know opening. I'm, song a, I'm, a, that's, I'm, a, I'm with. I'm, I respect it. I can't even be mad at that one. I respect fact, it. I think it deserves to be in top ten, though. Sorry, I don't think it should be in the top ten, top forty. No, I, I, I agree. It should be. It should be somewhere in the top fifty. But um, it was the first song off of Miseducation, and I know it was like a, a shot at a at Wyclef, but damn, that song hit hard. I'll, and, and I will agree. I don't think it should be in the top ten, but it should. It definitely belongs on the list, for sure. You know, a lot of Lauren Hill, you know, stuff in the album floated back between. You know, um, the only other song I would have put on there is that thing. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I was thinking about. I was like, I'm trying to think because you know, it's it's weird because you know she has that voice. She's a singer, and she was in. <clears throat> in addition to like releasing Miseducation, she was in her R and B bag. She was writing for the girls too. So mm -hmm. I have to try to remember, like, what songs is she actually mostly rapping on? Or is she, like, singing and then being a featured rapper on her own shit, you know? But, yeah, everything, uh, that thing, like you said, not ev everything is everything is an example of a song where she sang mostly and then rapped a little bit. But that thing, she was definitely rapping mostly and then she mm -hmm. sang on the hook. So yeah. I would have put that thing over this song. Mm -hmm. Um. Again, the video was iconic. That shit was on BET and MTV all the time after school, and like I love how she did the at the time it was like basically split shots, so it like shows you then and now. Yes. Um, like the looks, the fashion, and the block party. Like it was just a good time. Like real New York culture. Even though she's from Jersey, but whatever, it's fine. Yeah. But yeah, okay. like I said, I, I like the song, but I don't think it belongs in the top 10. They could have shifted some stuff around. Yeah. Oh, you or know what? Run, run DMC off the other two times, but well, yeah. I'm going to that to my, <laughs> to my shit later because I don't or, think my people are going to be in here. Or at least let her switch places with with, uh, with um with New York State of Mind and get and get Nas in the top 10. So, yes. Okay. So, all right. So, number eight, to be expected, Mob Deep shook one's part two. We knew that was gonna be there. Um, that's like the that's like one of the least surprising picks in the top ten. I mean, that song, uh, yeah, it was huge, you know. I, and I think they had like a double hit because it was that one. And I'm trying to get the um, the name of the other hit that they had. I don't think it was a B side to that one, but they um, like there's a war going on outside. No man is safe from. You can run, but you can't hide forever. I'm trying to think of the um. The name of that song. I'm having mm -hmm. an old. I have an old man moment. I listen but to Prodigy by himself. <laughs> I like. I listen to Asian. I see. So like, yeah. I would say Mob Deep was a little too before my time. Yeah, because that song came out in '95. Yeah, that was like right on the cusp of when I just started listening to hip hop. I, I, I still, I still have that CD. I think I have Hell on Earth. Don't quote me on that one, but I, I definitely have the infamous, the one where that came from. So yeah, the, the the least surprising pick on the list so far is Mob Deep in the top ten. So, all right, number seven, 
there we go. Another repeat, De La Soul, Plug Tunin, uh, from 1988. Once again, I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna drop some songs in, in our um our play on, on our uh, our channel, right? What number is this again? Uh, uh, number seven. Number seven, De La Soul. What? Uh, plug tunin, T U N I N. Like when when this song first hit, I remember I was in maybe like eleventh grade, I think, when this song. Top ten, though, nigga. No. Yeah, and um. I remember hearing this song on the radio for the first time. I was like mesmerized because I had never heard people really? rhyme like that. The top ten, though, really. I, I would I put have it never up. heard this song in my life. Not off the top of my head, I have not. And I, I do like Daylight. DJ, Soul, but I've never heard this song top in my life. To me, I've heard stuff in top, like in that fifty slide, like that probably could have yeah. been. Could have been better than that song. Pause and let's hear this bullshit. All right, well, let's take a break. You probably have a lot of like nostalgia tied into that. Yeah, song. it's everybody it's versus old head on this one. I, you know, I, I'll put it like this I understand, you know, it's like I said, like I said, that song came out in 88, you know, just before the uh, the full album. I, I want to say that was their first single before they did uh, Potholes in My Lawn, and um. Yeah, okay. it was. I, um... I promise you. I promise you. This is exactly what happened because nothing mm -hmm. else makes sense. Someone okay. in the Rolling Stone office, and the song you said this song came out in '88, right? In '88, 1988, went to a De La Soul concert. Either met the girl he lost his virginity to, <laughs> like during that song, or like at a you know at a De La Soul concert, right. or it was playing the first time. Yeah, it's there's something tied to. Whoever picked that song, because there's, there's nothing else makes sense. Why, like, out of all the De La Soul songs you could have picked, first of all, to put them in top ten is ludicrous, especially because again, we have people that have not even been on this list that that we'll get to um, sooner or later. But like, what the fuck? But we got repeats. How you feel right. about that? Like, it, would you feeling it? No, sorry. And, and, and you know what? I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be like, yeah, you lousy kids and your music. I fully understand. But like for me, that was like a cultural shift. That's a win. Me. That's a win for you. Okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's 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 a it's a victory for Merce, but not for the list. <laughs> well, I'll just put it like that. Because I mean, I I mean, I'll, I'll put it like this. There were other songs that they could have put on there that I think you guys would have liked more. But from but plug tuning for me is a personal favorite. Mm -hmm. So I, I definitely I definitely get it on that one. All right. We got six more to go. Let's see what we got. Oh, I'm almost afraid to turn the page now. <laughs> so let's see what we got. Oh my God. How y'all drop the ball? To, well, I'll I'll leave that in your hands. Number six is Jay-Z So Ghetto from 1999. I, can't. I, I literally I just put on song. after last week's show. I just put on some Jay Z because I specifically remember you saying you did not like Blueprint Three, and so I gave Blueprint Three another listen, and I was like, "What's the problem?" Like <laughs> there were so many good ass songs on just Blueprint Three. <laughs> Obviously, So Ghetto was not on Blueprint Three, but and as a but as a Jay fan, I am a Jay fan. I'm really struggling to even remember what the fuck that is and what that sounds yeah. like. Yeah, and it's and it's number six. 
So I mean, not even top five. This man got lyrics on the fucking Brooklyn Library right now as we speak. But you mean to tell me this man don't deserve to be top, really number one? Because like, ain't nobody else doing it like that. But <laughs> so ghetto. That's never made any set list. I've seen so him ghetto has never times. ever broken to the top one hundred on Billboard. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, put it like this. Even though I may not be a Jay Timmy Jay Z, ooh, I want to. I, I know a lot of Jay Z songs, and I and I that song does not come to mind. Ooh, you look like um Basquiat. Ooh, I want you in my booty, Jay Z. Let me put this song on the top ten for you. Ooh, yeah, this is somebody that wants to be invited to the Rock Nation brunch. <laughs> so they're, they're trying to prove. They're trying to prove like I am a fucking fan because look at this obscure ass song that I know. Only day one know the song. Meanwhile, like I said, Jay has never. I grew up. I've seen this man with Mary J. Blige. I've seen this man with Beyonce. I've seen never heard this song. I've never seen him perform that song. No, the song is garbage. He's never performed the song live. Since we've known him to be famous, this song has never been in any nobody's top one hundred fifty thousand million anything. This song is the most obscure bullshit song. The beat, the beat is garbage. The beat is even cleared. I don't even know how he cleared the sample. Um, what the <laughs> fuck? Top twin, top ten. What we was this? Number no, six. Number six. Number six. Bullshit. Let's name. I can name five songs off the top of my head that's better than this in the top. That should be number six. Give me one. Um, the anything by L. Cool J. Anything by L. Cool J. Well, yeah. Well, we haven't. Well, he's been on the list. Who do you love? Are you got for sure? Are you for sure? <laughs> This is like a backhand. This is, I feel, it feels like a backhanded compliment, like almost when somebody say, "Hey, you." If this was a mixtape, hold on, hold on, hold on, Lou, hold on, hold on. This feels like a backhanded compliment, like when somebody says you've lost a lot of weight, um, or you're like you're pretty for a fat person, or you're pretty for a dark skin girl. This feels like a backhanded compliment a little bit. Like we have to, like you acknowledge that you have to put Jay on the list, but you maybe trying to put on his most trash songs to make people. So people know, like this person is very imperfect. Yeah, I mean, can mm. I get a and, and so ghetto? Yeah, Ooh. I mean, yeah, Jay Z fan, but he has songs that are a million times better than those two songs. Bullshit, you know, like girls, girls, girls. That one where he um, oh baby, I got girls, girls, and that would have gave homage to um Bismo D. I think Biz has been up here though, but yeah. Uh, yeah, they 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 screwed the pooch with that one. In fact, did that get on the list anywhere? That should have been in the top one hundred. Which one? Girls, girls, girls by Jay Z. No, no. The other Jay Z song was Ke uh, Can I, I Get, get a... With a Meal? Give me a fucking break. Yeah, I can name thirty songs better than that on, for, on his own catalog. Basically. So, all right, we got the top five. Let's see what we got here. It can't Fuck, be any this. List, this list gives me stress. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight. All right, Eric. All right, number five is Eric B and Rock. Him, Eric B is president. Ah, no, it should have been um, no to ledge by um, Rock Him. Exactly, and and I figure if they were gonna duplicate that, it should have been it should have been Juice No to Ledge, or I would have taken Microphone Fiend, or um, I'd even as a dark horse, I'd even say Mahogany. Tells a good story, but I mean, Hogany. I Eric, Ooh, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love Eric B as president, but not number five. 
You know, and not and they they have not been, number a hundred. Shit, no. <laughs> they've already been on the list. I would have said pick one of the two. Twenty. Well, and and the thing is, their other song was um paid in full, but they did the they did that corny remix that they did. So I, they did I like that. I like that instrumental. I always like uh, that. Instrumental. I don't care about none of them damn songs. It should have been No the Ledge by Rock Yeah. But I'm just like I'm just pissed that it's like whatever that song Dude, still bad to this day you put that on a mixtape you put that on before you go to work in the morning that was Kim's best flow ever he ripped that shit that shit brings chills to my spine now just saying it just now and I didn't even know the lyrics like that <laughs> they uh all right, let's see what else they got. Holy Christ. They're 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 stressing us out. Good thing I don't have hair. <laughs> they're probably falling out by now. All right. Number four is okay. Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, the message. Okay. Fuck that. What? No, no, no. no I, I, I'm gonna fight you on that one, Blue. <laughs> the message is the message is the truth. I love that song. Yo, Odie, I'm gonna ask you to pause it. Let's play that bitch real quick. What? You don't you don't know the message? I don't remember that shit to be no top ten. I know that. Oh, I, I thought you were gonna pause it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. Sorry. I was like, we were we were having a side conversation, like trying to remember. <laughs> I I have a prediction, but I was like. I think I think I have it right. So we're gonna see. We're we'll take a quick. Oh, break. Are you gonna play the song? I, I hear am. I am. Give me one sec. Hold on. We'll pause. <laughs> okay. So we need a quick refresher, <laughs> like because it sounds so similar to the Curtis Blow song. So that's why I was like, wait. I think I'm about to listen up the lyrics. <laughs> and, and, and we got to say, like, like we keep pausing and listening because we don't we don't want to get a copyright strike. Because we yeah. know these record labels just waiting like vultures, just waiting for you know for somebody to mess Take up our little podcast down. Yeah, but you know what's crazy? So, um, as soon as I heard it, I was definitely like, okay, of course I know this song. Um, but there was a bit from one of those comedians. What's my man's name? He's dark skinned with the glasses. And Isaiah, I'm gonna look to you because we went when we went to see Janelle James um, do stand up from. Abbott Elementary, she was like, I want to be his level famous, like where by the time you realize it's me, I'm already out the store. It's like she was trying to describe like a semi-famous person. Hannibal Burris. Yeah. That's who it was, Hannibal Burris. Okay. And um, she was like, Yeah, like, you know, you see me at Target, you'd be like, Is that? And then you'd be trying to identify and remember this nigga name, can't remember his name or anything. But Hannibal Burris had a bit. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to see if I can find it and I'll send it to group chat. But he had like a little bit where he was um, basically mocking how rappers rapped in the 80s. But he mm -hmm. put, of course, he like changed the lyrics and shit. But that's the song that I hear when I see that bit from Hannibal Burris. I think it's Hannibal Burris anyway. I'm going to see yeah. if I can find it. I mean, I mean, for me, this song, it, it's where it needs to be. It but is, like but... I ain't happy about it. It's not like it's my jam. I never like <laughs> I've never in my life said I want to hear that song, so I pull it up and stream it on Spotify. Never. Like when's the like last time you voluntarily played that? Like it didn't come up in your Pandora. Like you went searching for it and played it. Exactly. Well, well it comes up in mine because I'm old. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. All right. Number three is 
Oh, okay. Number three is Notorious B.I.G. Juicy. Okay, we we said we said that Juicy had a place here. Yeah. Um, if that's the case, then then we shouldn't have had the other Biggie song. Sorry, and that's it. Yeah, because what was the other Biggie song that they put on there? It was it should, um. It should, this is redundant for Biggie. I love Biggie, but again, like, he had a very yeah, they had hypnotized on there. He he had a very short career, like shelf life, you know, or career, not shelf life for his music, but just a short career. Yeah, I don't think the. Like he, the impact he, is he, great, he, but like I don't think that it should have been up here. Like he shouldn't have been up here twice. But I'm yeah. not mad at the placement of the song, though. Just to be clear, yeah. this, I'll, this I'll put it like this: I, I I agree with you on that. They could have left Juicy at number three and then just gave that other song a, a, a hypnotize to somebody else, give that spot to somebody else. You yeah. Know? So, all right, number two is Public Enemy, Rebel Without a Pause. I will tell you one thing as as the resident old head, that song still gives me chills to this day. I love that song. And I, I can tell I, I can tell it, by, sorry, what's the name of the song one more time? Rebel Without a Pause. And who is this? Public Enemy. So basically to me, the two public enemy songs that need to be on the list, which was um Fight the Power and Rebel Without a Pause, are on the list. Okay. So I would you I'll, have swapped them though? Yes, as a matter of fact, I would. <laughs> I would definitely swap their positions. I love Rebel Without a Pause, but Fight the Power is more culturally significant. I mean, especially because of the um, yes. uh, Do the Right Thing. Do the yeah, Right so, Thing. Yeah. You know. Plus, that's the song that was playing when, when, when Radio Raheem got killed. Rest yeah. in peace. Well, I didn't want to joke about that because Bill Nunn actually did pass away some years ago. So, but Yeah, but, but Radio Raheem, though. like I still cry when I see Radio Raheem die. Especially yeah. like it didn't help when we saw like George Floyd, Jesus Christ. Black oh. people have really been traumatized. I need the government to cut me a check. You know, there was a TikTok of somebody who moved to Germany. And he said when he lived in Germany, like him and his um, you know, his girlfriend was German, right? And when they first saw the the uh, the George Floyd video, she was, I mean, you know, she was kind of horrified at how desensitized he was to that type of violence. Mm. Because their cops don't be, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, cops are cops. I mean, in France, they do shit like that. But in Germany, not so much. And, you know, she was like, you know, because he was telling her, like, in America, this type of thing happens all the time. Right. You know, but I, I, I've I, told the story already, so I'll tell the abridged version. But I saw um, Do the Right Thing in the theaters. And it was, everybody in the theater was black except for, like, one white couple. And when and when Radio Raheem got killed, uh, the white couple got up and left because they were just like, "Okay, this is this is not going to turn out the way we'd like." <laughs> they just got up and walked out, mm -hmm. and I was just like, and, "And I saw them walk out, and I was just like, I understand. <laughs> I ain't mad at you." Mm -hmm. So, all right, all right. Well, mm -hmm. let's have the drum roll. All right, number one, and this is probably going to piss y'all off, but. Number one is Wu Tang Clan Cream from 1994. Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the buddy. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. I love this song. Does it deserve to be number one? That's debatable. Hell no. It'd have been Wu Tang Clan and got nothing to fuck with me. No. 
No. No. I would put Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Wu Tang Clan ain't mm -hmm. nothing to fuck with. Nope. That wouldn't it wouldn't have been this joint. Cream. I'm not mad at Wu Tang being number least, one. Honestly. Least favorite Wu Tang song. I don't know about least favorite. It's not my least favorite. That, that's pushing it. But I, I'm not <laughs> mad at Wu Tang. Just to be clear, I'm not mad at Wu Tang being number one. I think mm -hmm. this is great, especially considering, as I mentioned before, the type of year that they had. That series was great. Um, so they've really had a highlight. Like I think this was a nice like kind of ushering into. I don't know. Like it was a great way to usher in like fifty years of hip hop. Like Wu Tang Clan still here, still relevant, with the exception like ODB, still re relevant, still influencing the culture. You know, like we still see Method Man out here. You know, and act, granted, he's acting like he's not making music, but. Like these guys are still relevant thirty years later, so I, I'm not mad at that. I just, like I said, for me, it would have been Triumph. Yeah, yeah, I, I would either pick Triumph or well, my dark horse pick for the for Wu Tang song would have been Can it Can it Can it all be so simple? You know, too, but I mean, but but Triumph would have been like I said, that's a dark horse pick. But Triumph, yeah, yeah, that would have been a safe pick. That beat. Uh, that beat always reminded me a little bit of the, a little bit of that uh masterpiece song, mm -hmm. my hitters. Uh, fuck the mother niggas, cause I'm down. I'm like, what that song? Like the way the dun dun dun. It sounds like it's gonna build up, but it kind of stays steady the whole time. That's what I really like about that song. Like, okay, the way it was composed to me was done very well, and then uh. I always forget which one this was. Was it you guys? Somebody's verse on on Triumph was fucking phenomenal. Oh, uh, Inspected Deck, the opening. Inspected Deck, thank you. It was Inspected Deck. Yes, yes, fucking phenomenal. So, yeah, okay. I would have picked Triumph, but okay, not to admit, like that was their whole comeback. Like that was the whole point. Like Wu Tang is back. Wu Tang is back. But okay. I remember, I remember they came out around the same time. I, I think Biggie and then Wu Tang both put out uh, double albums because Biggie had, of course, Life After Death. They did, and then um, what was the name of Wu Tang's second album? Uh, that that was a double album. It was um also too. It was it was uh, I don't remember what whatever album One More Chance was on. That's the album, and the reason I remember that is because if you watch the series. Like a lot of the whole thing with Wu Tang is they didn't play nobody else's shit. They didn't want to be influenced by anybody, so mm -hmm. they only played. That was like their rule: if you are gonna fuck with them, you can only play their shit. And then one of like their child's mothers came up to the t-shirt shop, to the Wu Wear shop, and was playing "One More Chance" because that song was fucking everywhere. And he was just like, "We only do Wu Tang shit," and she was like, "But this is for the ladies. Like y'all don't make nothing for the ladies." And that was their problem. So they they had to. They be more conscious of that on their next projects, but yeah, it was you know, definitely around that time. It, it's funny you mentioned that because that was how "Put Your Hands on My Eyes Can See" came about. Because they were they were letting them know, you know, yeah, you gotta do something for the, you know, kind of smooth it out for the ladies a bit because you know all that rah rah dungeon dragon that's cool for the fellas, but the ladies ain't connecting with it, you know. And that's when he that's when he toned his his sound down some for a "Put Your Hands on My Eyes Can See." So yeah, that's actually pretty funny. <laughs> like y'all be done for the ladies, so missing a whole you missing a whole base there. Man, that's not that had to modify some of the clothes too, you know. Yeah. Girls were 
cutting up their shirts, you know, so it'd be like more better fitted instead of the baggy stuff, you know? Yeah. So, all right. Mm. So, so let's start with, um, you know what, we'll start with our guests. We'll start with Isaiah. Isaiah, um, what songs did you come up with that should have been on the list that wasn't on the list? Oh, well, um, I didn't really come up with any songs on, on my own here, um, but just from a general um, you know, standpoint here, a um, couple of songs that I love should have made the list. Um, Jay-Z song um, with the Alicia Keys. I don't, I don't, Empire Statement. Yeah, yeah. Empire I think that list. Um, now, position-wise, you know, well, one can argue about that, but I think the song should make the list. Um, another song here, um, Nas, The Message. Uh, I feel like we kind of lost that right there. Um, okay. You know, keep in mind, we did have one up here. Um, what was it? I forgot what it was. Made You Look and... Um, no, not that one. The one New, that New, York State, New York State of Mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, personally, um, I've never been a fan of that beat, but I understand it. I, I, I understand it. Uh, but I do think that should have been up there. Um, the message was nice. Um, and a better 50 cent song, um, besides Wednesday, um, should have been up here. You know what? I'm not a 50 fan, but I would have even taken like uh, his some uh, How to Rob. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that was definitely, and I will say too, that was an influential song. Like, because of the way he used to do skits on those mixtapes, like, people started copying that, you know? Yeah. And so that yeah. and it was still like storytelling rap mixed with talking a little shit. Like it was it was traditional, but he was doing something different with it. So yeah, I I like when people move shit forward, like do a little bit more with it. And that's yeah. a good example of that. So yeah, that's a good example. I mean, how to rob one one part that, that still sticks with me. Like I rob pun without a gun, snatch his piece and run. This nigga weigh 400 pounds. How you gonna catch me, son? <laughs> 50 Cent always been a clown. He's always been a clown. It's a funny guy. So, all right, Blue, what about you, sir? What songs do you- Girls, Girls, Girls by Jay-Z. Okay. You said in the top 100 or the top 10? Um, top 100. Top, top, top 100. Like songs that, songs that should have been- Girls, Girls, Girls definitely should have been on that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, what's that song? Um, I'll Be There For You, Mary J. Blige, Method Man. Was that oh, on there? Oh, God. No oh, Method Man was on there. Yeah, that song should have definitely been on there. Holy like shit. my favorite shit to this day. That was my marriage. I got married to that song. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, you could hate me now, Nas. Okay. Triumph. What, song, what by, Nas um, song should that have replaced? Or are you saying that Nas should have been there a third time? Um, I think Nas could have easily been there ten times. To be honest with you. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> uh, Triumph. I think that's by um, Puffy. Is it by Puffy? Victory. Oh, you, you think victory? Victory, victory. Thank you, thank you. I did the same thing. I had it backwards. I, I yeah. can't <laughs> Um, um, that song with Janet Jackson and Buster Mons. What the in the past? What's it gonna be? Oh, so saying that that song right there. That song still bangs to this day. That thing still gives me chills. You know what I'm saying? That's what it makes that you video like must this... have cost a billion dollars. You know what I'm saying? I don't. That's why I think like this list was not curated by that many women because like this is mostly like like hard more a little a little bit more yeah. hardcore yeah, no doubt no doubt um that song with um cool g rap when he says book 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 took the what you want the way down i can't think of the name of the song but that oh, song is so hard huh? yes ill street blues i think i think i still know that 
song like yes, 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 yes. That shit right oh, there. This should have been in the top one hundred somewhere for real, for real. That song basically was the foundation for many of these rappers to be out here at one point in the nineties. Yeah, Kooji Rat was their god. Yeah, everybody want to say rock him, but they really meant Kooji Rat. Um. Um, that's you know. Let's say I don't know any. I don't know. That's that's all I got for right now. But there's a number of songs that could have did it. You know what I mean? So, I I hear that. Odie, what about you? So as we were talking, um, I remembered like Foxy Brown is conspicuously missing from this list. I'm very disappointed about that. Um, no, she was on the list. Oh um, shit, she was. Like, let me look it up again. Yeah, I, they I, probably I, picked I, a shitty song. That's why I'm pissed. I think they I think they use uh I'll be from uh from Foxy. I forgot to put it on on oh, that list. It, I was it, gonna it, say it, I don't I, see I, it, I, it, it missed my notice when I made the uh the the highlights list, but it yeah. was because I remember saying like Jay-Z, okay, yeah, Jay-Z is technically up here more than once. I do remember that. I just don't see it up here. All right, cool. So um in that case, so then uh obviously as a resident feminist here, I also said in the group chat that Heather B should have been up here. Yes. Um, I think like all, for her, it probably would have been all blocks down. Um, and I feel like she's underrated. And the whole point of what Heather B was doing, that was definitely different from like Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah was like still a little smooth, you know, like she wasn't so hardcore, like especially like I think they put Ladies First for her. So, you know, that was like a smooth type of song, but Heather B was like doing that hollering rap shit that I like, you know. Yeah. So, so I think I think the, the I think the song. first time I I caught a hold of of Heather B, she was on a song with a MOP called uh, "My Type of Nigga." Yeah. And, um, and she was on there. There you go. So now now you getting the vibes. All right. Um. Obviously, uh, Heavy D was missing from this list. Oh and- fuck yeah! Holy shit. And we've all confirmed this. He's from Mount Vernon. He certainly qualified. He put a lot of the early girls on. Um, and when I say girls, I mean guys and girls. But he put a lot of the girls on um, and had that like mass appeal. Like I was watching an episode of A Different World the other day. And he came to perform um, at the school, like at the college or whatever. And Whitley didn't know with her bougie ass that that was Heavy D. And she was talking to him about ballet or some shit. And um, and you just see the look like change on her face when he like smiles at her. He's like, "Oh yeah, like my name's like they call me Heavy." And she was like, "Kids can be so cool." He's like, "Yeah, my friends call me Heavy, or they call me D." You know, and he just seemed like such a nice guy. And I watched Baps the other day. Like I was like, "Oh, Heavy D really should have been on his fucking list." And once we got to twenty, I was like, "He's probably not going to be up there." Yeah, I mean, that's unfortunate. He's actually a pretty good actor too. He was. Yeah, he, he, he was. I loved him on Living Single. He was like Regine's love interest. And I think he was on a few episodes of Rock with um Charles S. Dutton. And I'm sure he was a nice guy there too. Like he, nobody ever said anything bad about Heavy D. Yeah, he he's he's definitely sorely missed. I remember um, there was a when I used to work at the record store, we used to get uh promos right, mm-hmm. and. There, there was a dude's name was uh Chris. He was from Universal, and I, I, th- I guess I was kind of fascinating to him because I was never because he was always like, if you need any promos, man, just you know, give me a call. And for almost a year, because we because he gave us so many promos that 
I didn't need to call them for extra promos. So basically promos are like CDs yeah. we could play in the store, yeah. right? But they give us extra copies so we could take them home for ourselves. Mm-hmm. But when Mary J. Blige came out with um, Share My World, I called him up. I was like, I was like, yo, Chris, you got to get me a copy of Share My World. And then, but he sent mm-hmm. me a package and it had um, Share My World. It definitely had, had Trackmaster's influence on that one. Yeah. Had uh, uh, Tracy Lee and then Heavy D when he came out with uh, Waterbed Hat. Yeah, that, that I would. Was... What's the, so then? What heavy D song would you have picked? Would you have picked? Um, that's a tough one because there's so many. Because yeah, like I, I feel if, like if the I first song that pick... comes to mind is Big Daddy though, like um, because he always had like girls singing on the hook mostly. And oh, and then is it good to you? I would have picked that one. Is it good to you? That's my final verdict. I would have probably picked um, Letter to the Future, if I you know just being just being kind of thoughtful. <laughs> okay. But I but but probably would have just been um uh Mr. Big Stuff or um and, and the song is just in the on it's on the tip of my tongue. I just cannot think of the song. But I I could I could hear it playing in my head. But he had so many hits. Oh, not now that we found love. Yeah, that was a, that was a smash too. Overweight lovers in the house. Yeah, the overweight lovers in that the house. Actually. That actually might be a better pick, but rest in peace, Heavy. Um, uh, I also said, where's Ja Rule? Yeah, I, I will say this. I'm hello, not, hello. While I'm not a Ja Rule fan, he did have some hits, man. He should have definitely That's been. That's what I'm a- saying. Like, the man still tours. His, his, he's, un, like, he's good. He like, wasn't on, it was anything on Murder, Inc. on there at all? Damn it. Well, no. Well, were they considered? Uh, it's not his Rough Riders. That's Rough Riders. That's right. They were all in the Def Jam, but not Murder Inc. That's yeah, crazy. No, I don't remember seeing Murder ja Inc. At least Ja Rule should have had a hit on something. That's what I said. Ja Rule is missing from this list. Eve is missing from this list. You could have had something that song she did with Gwen Stefani. I said that, and that's what my pick was. It should have either been Let Me Let Me Blow Your Mind or Love Is Blind. Love Is Blind was a great song too, mm-hmm. even though the subject matter was heavy. And uh, Ghostface Killer should have been was Little Kim on there with um that song that she had the pink dun dun with that beat uh huh you know when she was like when she had that thing looking like anyways was Little Kim on the list? Little Kim was on the list, and we were mad about the pick. What was the song? They used Big Mama thing or something like that. Yeah, her first single. Her first single was the best one. I don't know, but I would have picked No Time for Little Kim. No time for fake ones. Yeah, I, I would have used that one instead. But I don't know bottom, about that one. The bottom line is, um, yeah, they definitely miss some people. And like he, they miss some obvious people to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, like, okay, yeah, I'll admit Heather B's a little obscure. It's fine. Um, but like how also, you know what? Well, you know who was missing too? Um, since we're in the Philly bag, uh well, obviously, yeah, we went to Philly because Meat Mill was up here. So, yeah. and Freeway was up here. But you mean to tell me Eve wasn't up here? Well, I thought it was a New York thing. No, yeah. it was East Coast. So we went as far down as what? Well. You ain't even listening to the show. You telling them. Whatever. 
You're telling on yourself. Uh, I'm no. trying to remember the name of the song, went, but we went as far down as DC. I think. I think. Yeah. Uh, Eve was that. Eve was on the list. I'm trying to remember the name of the song that she had on there, but she was definitely on the list. I think she was a feature because, well, at least when I searched it, no, 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 it, it, it was one of her songs. I'm trying to remember the name of it, but uh, she was definitely on there. Okay. All right. Fair. No, fair. Fair enough. Now, um, oh, did you have any more, Odie? Um. No, and just the final note is it should have been Shay Shayla Ghost <laughs> instead of nothing. Definitely, I I I still remember the um that the original song, uh, Share Shayla FM, Doctor Buzz's original Savannah band. <laughs> That's definitely a tongue twister. All right, I'm gonna try. I have, I have like thirty songs here, so I'm gonna try to cut through all the dark horse picks, right. Um, Black Sheep, The Choice is Yours should have definitely been on there. Um, you can get with this or you can get with that. Oh, hell okay, yeah. Thank hell you. Yeah. Thank hell you yeah. for the reminder. Hold a pause right there. And now that you said that, oh, I forgot the song already. Oh, that song by um, Most Deaf. Um, Miss Fat, Fat, Fat Booty Girl. Miss Fat, Fat Booty. Booty. Yeah, I, I, I had that on my list as well. Yeah. Um, Third Base, Gas Face should have been on there. Yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> uh fat boys didn't make the list um that's right uh oc times up I'll, I'll i'll drop that and i'll drop that in our group chat yeah. um main, uh main source looking at the front door i'll drop okay, that i remember that one well. i remember that one um special k i got a man wait yeah was that, that was good i remember that joy no it wasn't it wasn't well yeah yeah, like, we did talk like, about him doing both voices. We did talk about that, but he's not on the list. Okay. Um, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, uh, Summertime should have been on there. Yes, I, I can see Philly. that. I can see they that. They are from Philly, 100%. Uh, this one may be a little bit of a dark horse, Kwame. Uh, the Rhythm should have been on there. I'll, I'll drop that. Yeah, in. I remember that one. I remember that one. Okay. Uh, Special Ed, I Got It Made. Oh, hell yeah. That was a New York classic. Uh, Brand Nubian, Slow Down, should have been on there. Oh, um, stop, pause, pause, pause. KRS-One, BDP, I'm still number one. No, my philosophy, my philosophy. It, it was on there. What number? My philosophy was, hold on, I got it on my list right here. Let me move this out the way. No, 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 it wasn't. I'm, I'm sorry. No, you're. I was wrong, Blue. It was the Bridges Over that they put on oh, there. Fuck the Bridges Over. Yeah, they they had him at number forty nine with the bridges over, but they didn't have my philosophy on there. I, and I still yeah. listen to my philosophy to this day. Yeah. Um, Dana Dane nightmares should have been on there. Yeah, and then they uh, wasn't there at all. And then, uh, well, then you got to say Slick Rick children's story. Oh, children's story was there. Yes, it was oh. number fifty one. Okay, okay. And then um, Houdini five minutes of funk should have been on there. I don't know about that one. Well, okay, okay, well, I, I get friends before I get that one. Friends, <laughs> exactly. How many of us have to you move that into? You got to move that into dark horse territory. Yeah, <laughs> I had I had dark horse hits like like Beach Street from Melly Mel, um, uh, Peach Fuzz from KMD. Uh, These songs I never heard of. Four Righteous Teachers. That's what makes them dark horse. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but um, for righteous teachers, manifest. No, nah, manifest was gangstar. Okay, where's that manifest? Um, I'll 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 drop that in the, I'll drop that in our group chat. But um, yeah, I mean, 
there are there were a lot of people who really shouldn't have been on the list and a lot of duplicates that they could have done without. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Songs in so there. Ghetto by Jay-Z for real. Oh my That's god. Wow business. Like you a legend, <laughs> but don't forget you made trash music. So let's remind the people by putting it was it, exactly. It's like, yeah, we put Jay-Z on here, but we're gonna show his true colors. This garbage. Wow business. <laughs> okay. So, all right. Uh, be before we sign off, uh, now Isaiah, I don't know if you were if you were on an. I don't think you were on for the entire list, right? Mm -hmm. But just for the list itself, even for the top, even for, even for the top twenty, I'll, I'll let you. I'll give you that that leeway. If you had to give this list based on the picks a letter grade, what would you have given it from mm -hmm. from, from A to F? Good question. That's a good question. Um, hmm. I want to give it a B plus. Um, the reason why that is because I think the list, um, for the most part, you know, in terms of um, East Coast and showing the actual culture of hip hop, I think it's pretty accurate. Um, I think we tried, we gave effort here. Um, obviously, some songs here should have made it. Some songs here kind of questionable. So I feel like the eff effort here was there. Um, execution, um, for the most part, yeah, could have been better. So B plus. That's, that's where you dig them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Blue, what about you? What, what, what's your letter grade for the list? My what? Like, if you had to give the list a, a, a letter grade from A to F, what would you what would you give it? C, barely. Mm. Okay. Okay. Odie, what about you? I will. I will give a C minus. <laughs> I'll give a C minus. I'm not as generous. Um, mainly, I think I'm dinging mostly because. I it felt like inauthentic in a lot of parts where they kept trying to pick these obscure ass songs. Um that between that and the redundancy um of some artists that I don't feel deserve to be here. Um and then the order. Um I think I do think the top 20 for the most part is pretty solid. I will say that. Um not no number six though. But, well, yeah, obviously, <laughs> but I'm saying that's what I'm just saying. For most of most of this process, um, I feel like a lot of shifting. So what is that six uh, eighty? You know, eighty out of a hundred artists could have been sifted around quite a bit. Right. Uh, so that's why I'm like, that's the majority. So I'm gonna ding that, um, ding for that, and that's why I say like, yeah, see minus not not bad enough to like put you in a d territory but just for those reasons i mentioned just could have been better could have been but overall overall represents the culture yeah i i'd have to i'd have to give it a i have to give it a c minus and my reasons here and like i said i'm going over the the whole list there were some duplicates that really did not. I mean, run, I mean, I love Run DMC. They're cultural icons, but they didn't need three spots on the list. And especially mm -hmm. if you're going to put like Peter Piper on there. I mean, I like Peter Piper, oh, but it, the people, the people, the people. Oh my god, it doesn't, it doesn't really need mm -hmm. to. Didn't really need to be on there. I mean, some of the newer artists, like like Bobby Schmurder going up on the list, that's perfectly fine. I have no issues with that. But they actually had some some weird mumble rapper people on there. You know. Uh, and some that we may need to argue about, like like um, like um, Azalea Banks being on the list. Um, yeah, like 
no, there's no way she should have been up here. I, I feel like the whatever song was with Foxy, I, it did piss me off, but I feel like Foxy was a feature. Yeah. And then, and then even and then even Ice Spice being on the list, I thought it was too soon for her to be on a, a on a list like this. Facts, if anything, and I'm like, oh, that's what else I forgot. I forgot my most controversial pick that was not up here. I I know that nobody's gonna agree with me. I don't give a fuck. But I told y'all I love that Howler rap, and as as controversial as he is, I do believe Takashi should have been on this list. People are just embarrassed to admit now that they fucked with him once upon a time. But the mm-hmm. country deserve to be on this list. I don't care what anybody says. Especially if I'll put Azalea Banks up here. They ain't no way. I give you that. Considering some of the picks on okay. this bitch, he definitely should have been on this list. I mean, it, it, put it like this. It's not a matter of what I like and what I don't like. It's kind of like its effect on the culture. Yeah. You know? And, and Takashi, he, I mean, people liked him a lot before they found out he was a snitch. Yep, people they want us to suddenly forget, but I ain't forget. A lot of y'all was hyping them up. I wasn't, but that's a different matter altogether. <laughs> You're not, but I, I listened to some of his music and I I kind of yeah. fucked with some of it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I, I I'll it. put it like this: I never know what he's saying. Like he's just out there just yelling, and I'm just like, he, people seem to like him, so I guess we don't need to know what he's saying. Maybe it's better that I that I don't know what he's saying. I might have gotten indicted too. <laughs> just you know just just knowing too much but yeah i mean i always I, I think that like put it like this rolling stone had a list of top 200 uh i don't know it was top 100 top 200 they had top 200 albums of all time but i think they had like a top 100 singers of all time and there are some people who i felt like they had like bob dylan in like the top 10 and i'm like bob dylan sounds like a you know, like a baby being beaten with a cat. Like he's just, I mean, I know he's a great songwriter, but a singer, I guess we have different definitions of singers, but I would never have doubted that anybody that was on that particular list, what wasn't like culturally significant, you know? So I kind of let that go. There were some people on this list that were just not there. You know, when you're talking about top 100 East Coast songs of all time, Everything doesn't have to be readily recognizable because you're going in between generations, right? Yeah. So there's like the older stuff that you guys have never really heard. There's a newer stuff that that flew over, that flew, you know, under my radar. And that's going to happen. But you still feel like, okay, well, they're going to be culturally significant. And there were some people on this list. I'm like, some of y'all motherfuckers just did not need to be on this list at all. Oh, I also looked up, I forgot to, I looked them up and had the window open. I meant to bring up an honorable mention to maybe not top 100, but maybe top 200, uh, Coco Brothers, Smith & Wesson, those guys. Oh, yeah. I'd have put some of their shit shit up here. One-on-one should have been on there from from Coco Brothers. You know, it's funny, they, Smith & Wesson, the the gun makers were fine with Dirty Harry having their giant Smith & Wesson blowing away criminals. But a pair of rappers using their their name, oh, we can't have that. It's promoting violence. Like, yeah. get the fuck out of here, fucking jackasses. Which is why they had to change their name to Coco Brothers. Because yeah. even though they spelled it differently, the gun manufacturers didn't want a pair of black dudes giving them a bad name, I guess. I don't know. This no, world is bombastic side eye. Whatever. Yeah, we, we live in the dumbest version of the multiverse. That's all I can say about that. But yeah, but did you hear the um the boot the boot camp click song? 
Did I did I put it in our chat or no? I put I I put it on Facebook. I didn't put it in our chat. But uh, boot camp quick got back together. They cut a song called um, uh, what you call strength. It's actually pretty good. I like it. Okay. But all right. Um, we'll we'll give you the first honors, Isaiah. What do, what are your final thoughts? All right. Well, um, final thoughts here. Um, this was wonderful. Um, and um. List overall, like I said, uh, speaks volumes of um, East Coast culture. Uh, that that is uh, pretty much it. Okay, Mr. Blue, what are your final thoughts? The list was trash. It's fucking trash. You know what I'm saying it, this list showed me just how trash Rolling Stones is. You know what I mean? Fuck them. <laughs> Odie, what are your final thoughts? Um. I have enjoyed our time together during this series, and that's all I'm going to say about that. But I will um, probably make a little playlist of some of my favorites from this. And, you know, fall's coming, may give me, you know, a little hoodie and some boots or something and put those on and put some headphones on and call it a day. I know that's right. I know number six ain't going to be on that bitch. <laughs> well, I don't know. I might, I might go and listen to it because, like I said, I don't even know what the fuck song that is, and I know a lot of Jay Z songs, but I don't know yeah. that song. So, somebody's somebody trying to win some brownie points over in Rolling Stones office. Like, like Jay, we're, we're cool, right? Can I get tickets to Rock at the Rockefeller event, please? Mister <laughs> <laughs> Blue, play us off, sir. Yo, if you haven't already. Unsubscribe to Rolling Stone magazine. Please do so. But you need to subscribe to the Urban Breakdown podcast featuring hit shows such as 360 Degrees and Politrics with Mercer Prescott and his band of eclectic cronies. That's the Urban Breakdown podcast available wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And please, please. Stop wasting your money on Rolling Stones and unsubscribe from that bullshit. Dig West Coast Compton and we out. Bye, y'all.